Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I didn't have a lot of energy coming in, but I tell you what, that little song from Alistair, that little little number. Andy, Jeez. how about this? Okay, <laughs> how about we do th- two, three words from a listener today? Oh. because just as I was just as I was looking for a three word, you know, people send them in after I was talking about how the whole system broke down. Anyway, turns out the new system is breaking down as well. But <laughs> well, I understand but, that the, from what I understand, the old system is a lot like the new system. Advice well, the, well the, the new system is like is like I don't even collect them all into one place, <laughs> and so anyway. <laughs> but I realized that the problem with the last one was that I don't um, – was that I – it's hard to know which ones I've already done because I forget everything. Um, anyway, but while I – while I'd already written down two words uh, – three words. Ugh. Imagine if I was, I was starting to write, only write down two words. That's how you could fuck it up one more time. Um, uh, I noticed somebody had sent me a message saying my words were missed and then I had already missed that message uh, again. Wow. So, so we're going to start off with three words from Alex Lloyd because he is amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, and and the three uh, words, Andy. Yes. Do you want to try and guess? Because we missed we missed Alex's last words, yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. going to miss them again if we don't do them right now. Okay. The first word is streetscape. Is what? Streetscape. Streetscape. You know, like a landscape, you know but what? in the street. There's. There's kind of a similarity to it, like in terms of the letters. You ready? Right. Yeah. Skeleton. Oh. Yeah. Um, my son uh, Remy today said, "Did you know a skeleton is a person, but made from bones?" And I thought, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a person without their um. Their skin coat. Mm. Their flesh Do you think coat. that we could invent a person that's entirely bone based? You know that, like that, is still mm. functions, right? But it would have to use bones in novel ways. You know, bones for everything. It's all bones. Like, well, uh, like having an exoskeleton and an endoskeleton. Is it endoskeleton, endoskeleton? Or is that hot? Exactly right. I mean, you look at something like the ear, and you're like, isn't that great? It's using bones in a totally new way, right? Mm. And I'd just like to see yeah. if we could do that for every other bit of the body as well. Anyway. I like collecting bone. This isn't this is exactly, exactly Alistair. Yes. I love that you're on board. I realize this isn't the spirit of the three words from a listener. I know, but imagine that little little bone reads, mm. you know, essentially bone spurs. I don't know exactly what a bone spur is, but so small that they when a photon vibrate. hits it, it vibrates. Yeah, with the power of the photon. And and so then you you get it and it's just kind of like it's more like it's more like one of those uh radio you know like like r- radio antennas you know yeah. it's like a big long a big long wire but it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just a like a just a long it's just a person laying on the ground who can't really move they got really thin skeleton mm. absorbing light yeah you or you or you you have something like a like a like a a bone version of a TV antenna sticking out of where each eye would be, right? Mm-hmm. Out of the socket. Great. I guess like tiny little rib cages. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to sound sound almost too easy. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first word, yeah. skeleton. Yeah. Okay, and the second word is retro retroactive. No, it's on. Skeleton on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sa- I'm I'm glad. That was a soft one. I'm going to save up my energy for the third word, which is going to be a big one. 
Okay. Skeleton on laser disc. Oh, not close, but oh, similar shape. Shape. Skeleton <laughs> on Dunny. Oh, yes. Okay, so obviously this is a um a reference, direct reference to the episode of Round the Twist that terrified me the most as a child. Um Skeleton on the Dunny. And I believe we've talked about doing a a a modern gritty reboot of Round the Twist, which would obviously just mm. be called Twist, right? About a family, a whole lot of fucked up shit happens. Or round? Or possibly round. Or maybe just on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, there is no on. There is no on. on. (laughs) Maybe just the. (laughs) Unless you were talking about the on O-U-N. I I was, yeah. Like you're you're rounded down the Mm -hmm. round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Skeleton on the dunny. Well, I think... You know what? I think what I need probably um, yeah. to help me overcome this Your terrible this thing, fear, this terrible fear, is sort of a basically a, a permanent um, skele- uh, dunny skeleton, right? One that is built yeah. into the toilet, and you basically sit on its lap and shit down, sort of between its its bony thighs, its femurs, and you know it's just there at all times. It wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah. But it would be, you know, it would 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 help, I think, in some ways. Well, I think anybody who dies on the toilet, out of respect, you should leave them there. <laughs> okay. And and then, like, imagine that being able to sit on like this is a fantastic version of the word respect, <laughs> the concept of respect. You know, you're able to sit on on Elvis's lap and yeah. go toilet in between his legs. Mm. Oh, imagine you know? if they'd done that at Graceland. That would that would really be something. Mm. If he was still there on the loo. <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Maybe that happened in a hotel. That's always what something I picture. I pictured, but yeah, I mean, they um, say that he died on the toilet, but probably he fell off the toilet. Right? He probably had a heart attack and fell to the ground. It's very unlikely he stayed on the toilet. I guess it depends on how chunky his underside was at the time. Maybe. It, it gets a real grip in, you know, like mm. it has like a kind of grapple hook type effect okay. if you push a lot of butt flesh through the hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, no, uh, I mean, that is, I guess that is the very definition of unfinished business, isn't it? You know, on the on the toilet there. Sure, so you think he would come back as a ghost. Mm, a ghost needing to take one last shit. Yeah, but he what, what he needs you to put the toilet seat up or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I suppose could be part of it. When he fell down, mm. when he fell off the off the the toilet, mm. the, the seat went down because his cape was caught on it. Well, obviously that song "Walking in Memphis," right, um, talks about seeing the ghost of Elvis um, walking through the gates of um, Graceland, Evan? and has oh. that famous line: "There's a pretty little thing waiting for him down in the jungle room." Is it, is it a, a poo? I think it's probably a toilet, a toilet or a poo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all good. Um, yeah. Now, is there any sketch in well, this? Well, I look, okay, let's just go back to this idea of a, a, a skeleton permanently on your toilet seat. I mean, it's you know, there's a lot of excitement around skeleton-based novelties around the Halloween thing. Remember how excited people yeah. got about that giant skeleton from Home Depot, right? No, no, I don't remember that. Oh, it was a thing. It was a big thing probably two years ago, right, on Twitter. Everyone was tweeting about it, how they were going to get one of these giant skeletons and how excited they were. Well, All right. this is a new one, toilet skeleton, okay? Just sits there, right? You lean back against his. You could probably build a whole toilet system based around a, 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 a squatting man. You know, the cistern itself, the wa- water could be stored in the chest cavity yeah. area. You know, it, I guess it. I guess it flushes down. Oh, you know, it'd be cool if if maybe that the skeleton's hands could go under the seat, and and then like Catch just kind of clean up, like pick up some pick up some toilet water and splash it on your anus and stuff like that, and clean <laughs> clean your anus up a bit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And then it kind of just, and then, it, yeah. and then you flush. And then while it's it's flushing, it's kind of rinsing off its hands in the sort of the downflow. Oh, that's great. So it's a kind of a bidet type thing, but it is a, is a hand cupping and splashing a little bit of toilet water uh, onto yeah. your butt. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Well, I think. And then maybe, maybe the other hand could grab like that little blue toilet thing and rub that on there, like use it like soap or whatever. Sure, why not? On your butt. Um, Imagine that. I've Imagine always that. felt jealous of the toilet down. getting to have that stuff sloshed around in there, and I yeah, don't get any of that. We don't? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's pretty disappointing, isn't it? Yep. Um, that stuff smells so bad. I mean... Yeah, well, it depends which ones, but some of them really bad. Yeah, some of them smell Especially really the good, in, do they? There are some great yeah, ones. I think there's some... There's, I think that there's been real uh progress in the right. in the toilet scent thing you know and uh especially in sort of urinals and stuff like that yep um especially that i like that one that's a mat mm. it's like a it's like a mat with like holes in it and and it completely diffuses the pee stream the splashback and stuff yeah. yeah that was pretty clever i wonder what what sort of urinal genius was working on that let's where's think, their beautiful think, mind where's their nobel you know prize what, you know what the one sad thing about the um, about the segregate toilet segregation is is that I imagine women haven't got to see the sort of the evolution that's happened over time, and that's only a thing that men get to enjoy. Yeah, I think that of, I, of the urinal cake. Well, I think probably because their toilet system was perfected a long time ago, and yet yeah. us, with our insistence on peeing standing up. Right, yeah. introduces so many more variables, so many more potential problems that need to be solved. It is sure. a driver of innovation, um, but you know they don't. You know they yeah. don't need that because. So you think you think the joy that they've got from having arrived is is sufficient to replace the joy of seeing this progress? Because I feel like progress is one of the great joys in life. Uh yeah, but another great joy in life is not having urine on your pants. And yeah. <laughs> those, well, those two are, really are level pegging the, for me. They still they still often have the urine from, you know, any unisex toilets where guys have peed on the seat. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they no? sit I don't know, don't think they sit down straight on that urine. I like Oh, I know, but what about like it's just urine that's like stuck to the side of the bowl or whatever mm, from a guy's course. like yeah. you know, sitting down to poop and then there's like somehow he's peeing in between the, the bowl and the seat. Yeah, okay. Have you, well, done, have you ever accidentally done that? Yeah, of course I have, Alistair. Isn't that insane? It's yeah, it's a disaster. What a huge flaw. Shouldn't there be like a shield or something like that? A little mud flap? Shouldn't there be some little uh weights that you can clip onto your your penis so that the stream doesn't accidentally misdirect oh, itself. He waits. Mm, okay, here we go. <laughs> Wang waits. I guess that would also I guess that would also work on sort of the um on helping point the the female urethra downward. I don't know if it needs help with that, but look, why not? Let's bring it in. No, but I'm I'm talking about for a, you know, like I I don't know if it needs help either. But I assume that there's, you know, if if you're having a bush wee, yeah, and you are, if you've got your pants down and and you're kind of not pulling them straight back, you can't be a hundred percent sure which where the stream is going to go until you start. <laughs> but I love being with, this deep into female anatomy speculation. <laughs> well, this is what I'm guessing, right? But with with uh these new urethral p weights yeah, yeah which 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 work on both men and women that's great uh, you know that the that the the jet is going to be aimed as close mm. to the ground as you know as it can because yeah. it will be you know the the weights will be pulling them towards the center of, of the earth yeah now is there uh is this a communal p weight situation or is it a is it a personal private p weight um that you take with you uh, you know. Oh, I would say, it? yeah, I would say everybody has their own. All right, so it's not just like hanging over the back of the doorknob in the in the. I don't the think so. No. Okay. Yeah. Well. No, I think you just kind of like, you just clip it on. Sure. All right, so that's the first sketch idea. Great, it's really good. It's really good. We taking that into Dragon's Den. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait. We're taking that onto Dragon's Dead, and we are getting the record level of investment. The most 
that they've ever had. Everyone is so excited. People are standing on their desks screaming to get on board with this product. They're, so this is like they're fighting so, the different dragons are fighting and cl- clawing at one another's flesh. They've actually changed into their dragon forms yeah. and they're burning each other with fire. Yeah, and, yeah. This and, was the and, one. Now, when you say people are standing on their desks, are these people who work on the production of the of the of the show? Yeah. Because I know that the the dragons are just sitting at chairs, but or did they bring in desks just to stand on them? That's how excited they are. <laughs> Look, okay. Well, this is unfortunate. I don't know anything about the show. But no, well, uh, look, maybe one of the earlier contestants on the show was doing some sort of nude desk idea, right? Oh, nude desk. Nude, nude desk idea. And, um, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you think? What do you picture for a new desk? Um, for, for what, what, what would the new desk look like? Well, yeah, I mean, like, clearly you know, you've already got two legs, so it seems crazy that you're paying for a desk mm. to have four legs when you've got two. So it's a desk that basically so like uh, that clips on. It clips onto your two legs. Yeah, I and guess if it's like a desk that you use as bum bag technology, mm, BBT. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then, um, oh, but imagine that if it could fit in a bum bag. Well, this is an idea I had a long time ago. Uh, when I was working on a show called The Chaser's Election Desk, and yeah. it was a, a, a comedy show about the election, and I thought that what you should have is if you're interviewing, trying to interview politicians out in the street, you should have a bum bag which contains a gas canister and then using whatever yeah. they use to make um, uh, airbags for cars, you know, you can hit a button and it just inflates a big desk out in front of you so that you can interview them at the desk but on the street, you know, and you're never, you know, you're always at your desk. And I think in this era of wireless offices, you know, um, nomad employees and uh, that other thing, you know, remote working, I think a little desk that can burst out of a a bum bag, so good. It would be the best, wouldn't Mm. it? Mm. Do you, Um, you ever wear your bum bag around the back on the bum? Or you wear it on around the, the bum, front, like I wear it over the bum, like over not over the top of the bum, mm. like not above the bum on the small of the back, but over the actual butt. Yeah, wow. So that it kind of, because sometimes I worry that my my butt cheeks are too far apart, and I feel like that can I can tighten them you up can and just keep them keep them under control. Yeah, lash them in corset style. Yeah, one to the other. You know, um, would you say? that the the butt cheek is kind of like it's sort of like the the outer labia of the butt yeah i would yeah and so w- would you is there an inner labia of the butt <laughs> uh, i guess that i guess that kind of like that butt hair that i was too late to find out about i i didn't find out about it until i was like until i was i was becoming Made me feel awful. <laughs> About your like, your own personal butt hair? Yeah. Did you think that there was something wrong with you when you discovered you had it? I think a little bit. I was like, oh, this is unpleasant. Yeah, right. I've almost not thought about it at all. And I guess that's yeah. that's a form of privilege that I have. Yeah. Um, well, that's know. cool. That's really nice, Andy. Yeah. Is, yeah. Maybe... Maybe it's because you're blonde and you don't see it. I don't see it, and I am looking. I am looking hard, but they're, I mean, because like almost transparent. Because are is your leg hair transparent? Um, is your leg hair blonde? Yeah, or no, is it my, my, brown? I, my leg hair is basically transparent. Yeah, so you know, my legs look like they are surrounded by a sort of a just a haze. Just a, you know, they're slightly out of focus, which yeah, makes right. which makes them look, I think more seductive you know like a vaseline See, I'd lens i never thought about of. that about i never thought about how how blonde your whole body mm, would be well you see me approaching you with the light behind me and yeah. my shorts on it's it's really quite something i do look like i am your emerging. Hair does kind of act a bit like optical fibers then, mm, doesn't it mm, yeah it channels the light that's why your your eyes glow because it the the hair just goes into into your head and then it 
illuminates the inside of your skull. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Or some of it or some of it just comes out from under your eye, your eyelids, I suppose. I guess if it stays under the scalp and bounces between mm. and the sort of the reflective I also have a, sur- a mirror in a skull. The, like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but but let's say the area between the skull and the scalp. Yeah. That would be kind of wet wet sort of you know um you know liquid you know be mm. like kind of wet yeah wet blood and shiny in innards you know so that would probably shininess that means mm. it's light is like conductive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so then it probably would bounce from between skull and mm. and actually and scalp a- up until it comes out <laughs> yeah and then comes out your eyelids this is pr- actually not a not a terrible explanation of the power of the uh, Cyclops character in the X Men movies, which I always found to be one of the most annoying of the superpowers because I couldn't see he can't, he can't a physical mechanism for how it could occur. Right? Like you could see a mechanism for others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can see a which mechanism. ones. Well, uh, you know, obviously Wolverine. You know, he's just someone with. Increased healing abilities, right? That makes sense. Okay, but, that's that but what about seems even just like the being a, able to. What about the being able to push those blades out? Well, they were put in there by uh, surgery, right? So, right, but he didn't. Didn't he have bone ones before? Yep. Well, a lot of people have bone spurs and that sort of thing, right? So you know, again, I like it's obviously. It's, I'm not saying it's easy to imagine, unless I did say yeah. that earlier. I can't really remember what I said, but. It is possible to imagine a mechanism, right, on the evolutionary, like, path of humanity. But yeah. someone who can shoot energy out of their eyes, to me, yeah. seemed to be so far off that path that I, I couldn't now, even accept that, you know, evolution takes a leap forward thing, right? Yeah, right. But what about, so Rogue, I guess Rogue, you would see her as just a capacitor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and people um, can get start charged up with static electricity, you know. And so, if 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 I guess if there was different kinds of energy, mm. like you know, um, sort of healing energy or whatever, yeah, yeah, Wolverine, yeah, you know, then she—that's how she could absorb exactly Wolverine's I'm, powers. I'm glad you completely understand, and you're on board with what I'm and saying. So, what about like what about Xavier? Uh, Xavier, how, well, you know, mechanism? again, like you know, we know that um, electromagnetism. Um, does create electromagnetic fields. Thought patterns are communicated via uh, electrical signals. Yeah. You know, you can already detect the patterns in somebody's brain using an MRI machine or something like that. And so I can imagine yeah. that somebody could become sensitive to that kind of thing. But but if you can see electromagnetic energy somehow mm-hmm. being in the thing, then why wouldn't you be able to see light emitting? Because isn't that just electromagnetic energy? Yeah, okay. Blasting light out of your eyes is unrealistic. That's what I'm saying. That's a different thing. <laughs> what about Superman? <laughs> what about Superman, Alistair? Yeah. What about <laughs> like, Superman? What about the sort of just propelling himself through yeah. the through the okay. air? I, I I didn't bring up Superman. You brought up Superman. I was talking about the X Men and the specific explanation of okay. the X Men, which is that they are caused by the progress of evolution. Right? You could say, what about Doctor Strange? He's magic. Yes. Yeah. He's a different kettle of fish. Quick, I guess Quicksilver. How could he move so fast? I'm not talking about Quicksilver. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, I think he is part of the X Men, though. Is he? Right. Well, in that case, he would be one of the ones that falls into the category of an unusual. Does he just move fast? Is he made of metal or anything like that? No, no. He's oh not made well, of metal, then yeah, that's fine. I can imagine somebody moving fast. Lots of things move okay. real quick. What about Iceman, the guy who can turn into complete ice? Yes, and then go back. Okay, not him. He's a weird one. You can't do that. Okay. All right. Okay, that's good. The guy who can yeah. turn himself into physical metal. No. Even so, even Magneto, I would say he is on the implore. He's a on the implausibility spectrum. I feel like we've already talked about this on the podcast what about many years Gambit? ago. What Gambit. about Gambit? Gambit? No, is he just somebody who's really good at throwing things? Is that Gambit? Well, he throws things, but then he can he can make like he can load them up with explosives or whatever. Well, like, he can make whatever I mean, anybody he can explode. shove gunpowder into something, right? Yeah, but I think he does it through energy or whatever. They, they. Uh, I reckon he's just shoving it. 
I reckon he's just got a little thing in his pocket and he's poking it in there with his thumb. I guess beast, beast. You could sort of see somebody something going wrong. Yeah, that's just and a dude going and wrong. And there's a lot of guys that are not that far off from looking <laughs> like beast. I mean, the change is the weird bit, but yeah. Um, but then what about um, Nightcrawler? He can sort of disappear and reappear in places. Yeah, that's implausible. That one again. That's implausible. I don't think. I don't so know. there's a lot of them that are implausible. Yes, too, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't sure. You know, I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't well, know I mean, you. Not. Well, I mean, what I am sure of is that you came into this whole thing with a very accusatory tone. Like well, I was somehow no, making this outlandish well, claim. I mean, I think I just felt bad for for Cyclops. Yeah. Well, and, don't. And then, but then when you said he's one of the ones who seems implausible, I didn't realize you meant like sort of roughly 50, 60% of them are implausible to you. We talked about this on the podcast, like I'm going to say like three or four years ago, Alastair. And okay. I've, I've probably already said everything that I have to say on the, on the issue. <laughs> I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Can you point me to the, which episode it was so yeah. that I can go back and see, hear everything that you had to say? 142. Episode okay, 142. Right down here. Yeah, great. 42. So you're going to go now and listen to it now? I'm going to go listen to it now. Yeah, great. What do you reckon the alternatives are, were for the name Bluetooth when they were naming Bluetooth, Alistair? What do you reckon? What do you think? Uh, of, uh, wet, wet thumb? Do you think that was one of them? Uh, what do you uh, think? Wet, wet thumb? Wet thumb? Do you think that was up there with, with Bluetooth as a possibility? What do you think? Uh, brown... Nose, brown nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown I think that was nose. close. That would have been. <laughs> At first, I thought this was going to be silly, but then I was like, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, even sold me on brown, that brown nose. Brown nose actually seems seems actually probably like a more plausible name because what is brown nosing? It's getting up in somebody's business. It's sort of trying to ingratiate yourself with someone to make a connection. <laughs> I mean, it's seeking it's a pairing. A pair, it's a pairing exactly. Yeah, I, right. I think That's it should right. have been called brown nosing. <laughs> <laughs> they want what they want to be on your list of approved connections um, I, think, I think it's closer like to 16 it's closer to 69 because you can receive and yeah send. you're right you're right but yeah that's yeah. a difficult thing to do uh physically oh physically is the 69 or to bluetooth uh <laughs> i well i know to to brown nose 69 i would have thought that's involving too much Andy? stretching and Andy, in terms of uh, in terms of the sexual positions, which ones do you consider the implausible ones? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Anyway, can we put down sixty nine uh, is one of those renaming Bluetooth as uh, brown Andy only nosing. does one position, and that's and that's the wheelbarrow, <laughs> <laughs> just a normal wheelbarrow. Uh, it's just the wheelbarrow, and that's where you load. Just, you put on load. Uh, it's it's the handyman's favorite. That's right. Yes, the landscape gardener's friend. I call it. That's that's how. You see, that's how you can be fixing things around the garden while also having a, a beautiful time with your beloved. Mm. Mm. Well, it's difficult. It's difficult to find the time these days to to connect with people in your life. You know, because we're under so much pressure and there's a lot of expectation. Everybody's trying to have it all. But with my new range of sex-based garden implements, you mm. can combine um, these these two it's essential a, parts. It's a it's a series of shirts that you've made for different positions that allow you to get other things done while you're having sex. And it's so, all shirt-based, is it? It's all shirt-based, and so <laughs> okay. you can you can wear. A sort of a, a a shirt with a big scoop on the back, which would allow you to then walk the person around, mm. or they can walk you around. Yeah. While they're, I suppose they're pegging you, Andy. I think that's probably the nice thing because you. It's kind of your idea, so I suppose you'd be like, "No, hun, I'll just wear this shirt while you peg me." Yeah. And and in the in the uh, in the uh, you know the, the what's what's it called again the uh, uh, wheelbarrow position. Ah, yeah, Wheel sure. And then. Um, and then she'll, you know, push you around, and then she'll pick up dirt with her foot. I guess suppose while she's doing it like that, <laughs> lift it in, onto your your big, the big spoony scoop in the back like that. Wow, I mean, you know, 
That seems implausible. You know, while we're on it, while could, we're on it, there could be another one. There could be another one that would she, just be like. It's I guess just a, it's she a shirt has to have a, shovel shoes, right? She has yes, shovel oh, shoes. That's right. Yeah, that shovel she can shoes kick into the and, crowd and flick the dirt yeah. up onto my back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll write um, this down, but also write down brown nosing as the original name of Bluetooth Alistair because yeah, okay. I strongly believe in that idea. Okay. That's a that's a strong belief from me. That's a strong belief. You knew I wasn't going to write that one down, right? No, so I'm, I'm I can it. sense these things. I'm the yeah. next step well, I, in human I, evolution. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that we had thought, even had considered that that would be a sketch idea. So I love that. Um, um, so there's another shirt as well, another sex shirt. Yeah, that would be one again. It would be just it would be one with a skateboard on the back, mm. right? And so that you can. Somebody can have sex with you, Andy, while you're on your back. Planting carrots. And, eh? And I'm rolling along planting carrots. I suppose you could be planting carrots. I suppose you could probably also just have a plow hat. Mm, okay, you know, yeah. but, but I was just picking, you know, that way you could be sort of tilling the soil or whatever. But, um, but I was just picturing, you know, as a way of using sex as a mode of transport. Mm. Because there's a lot of wasted energy there, isn't there? Sure, sure there is. Now, um, a terrible my waste. beloved has just arrived home. I thought she was going direct to swimming with the children. She has just got yeah. back to the house. So she's going to come in. We're probably going to continue talking. I might say hello to her. This is just going to roll in as part of the podcast. So, it's, so there's not going to be any disruption at all, basically. You're just saying, you know, yeah, I'm you're just, just letting us know. Mm, yeah, that's right. Um Okay. Just letting you know, I'm recording a podcast at the moment. No, that's fine. I didn't expect that you'd be back, but it's great to see you. Thanks for doing the shopping. This is this is going out. This is part of the podcast. Yeah. Hi, Hi Carly. There you go. Um, and and do, do you do you know if she, if Carly wants to say hi to all the other listeners? Uh, Carly, do you want to say hello to the listeners? That was nice. <laughs> that was really nice. It was, it was, um, it was, it was magnificent. Yeah. Um, so, left um, okay, right. And uh, now she's right. All right, we did mm, it. Um, yeah. So, yes, obviously there's uh, all of those. I was thinking of a shirt that I guess is a kind of a ladder on the front of it so that, you know, you could climb yeah. up somebody's front to get things out of an apple tree. And obviously, that'll place your genitals near their oral region for anything that you want to do, you know, while you're picking mm. fruit. Obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could make a shirt like that that has like a flag holding thing so that you could sort of be at a like a, you know, at the Olympic opening ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whilst having sex. Yeah. With, I guess. Great. I mean, that's not so much gardening. But no, well, I know, but I'm, I'm saying there are a series of shirts so you can get things done while you're having sex. I mean, obviously, gardening is great. Well, I mean, okay, but all the examples we've come up with up until this point were gardening, and then I think well, to leap from that my, to my, my the Olympic one, opening my, ceremony. My second one wasn't a gardening one, but then you said to plant carrots, and so you made it a gardening one. Oh, I but, see. You know, sure. it's completely okay. I don't know if I would normally use a skateboard to get around a garden. Yeah. I mean, you'd need big wheels, wouldn't you? Yeah. You and they would be one of those off-road. Yeah. But mm. that's okay. Maybe, you know, maybe it would be better to have tracks like on a tank. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, what about this? What about a, like, it's a, you know, it's like a, a comedian in a in a country that has a dictator and his satire manages to take down the dictator. That's a really great sketch idea. <laughs> right. He uh, makes points so cutting, right? I think that yeah, I think I mean the yeah. the, the 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 military police that are sent to like basically drag him away and torture him to death. It actually their bodies shut down. They fall to the ground mm. immobile because of the power of his satire or her I mean, satire. That's quite possible. I think I think I think that there could be a lot of stuff in the idea of 
any satire actually working is is a very kind of ridiculous <laughs> uh, premise for a for yeah for comedy yeah well i think any like you know you could you could also um you if you could somehow graph satire and then uh in so doing you basically cast it as no- another like um fiscal indicator right because you know i think a lot of the time people say that you know there won't be a revolution until um you know people's living standard reaches some kind of like tipping point right a lot of the time um but what if you could also you could graph satire and you could say you could talk about the the satire index and how like critically close it is getting to the point at which the regime will completely collapse were you listening to a thing I said, Alistair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so so then they could see it coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it would, be, it would take... be reported on the nightly news as about like, oh, gosh, you know, and we could we, we could be within 10 to 12 tweets of a complete regime change. Yeah, and so I guess, the, I guess the dictator could just send out some assassins to kill you before that happened. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if it's if it's a global, a broad, a broader thing, if it's not an individual um, comedian, and it's just the general amount of satire and amount of, um, yeah, stuff on Twitter and that kind of thing, um, you know, and they, you know, once you know that you're that close, you might as well push push ahead and get over the line. Satire, Andy, I love it. I love it. Um, what I love about it is that we're satiring satire. Well, yeah, I mean, Who we're satirizes not satirizes the satirizers. Yeah, um, no, we are, Alistair. We're satirizing satire because we're talking about we're we're drawing attention to its inherent flaws and its inability to actually do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, did I tell have I, have I told you I don't really like satire? <laughs> Yeah, I think you might have. Yeah, have you told the show what? that we work on? No, no, no. I mean, yeah i I don't even i I don't even like referring it to it as satire. Right. If anything, that's one of my least favorite things. You know, like I don't even like talking about something being comedy, but I even worse like referring to something as being satire. Yeah, I think because of myself it, it was, as a satirist. That's that's my profession. Yeah. That's my calling is as a satirist, actually. Yeah, I like to. Um, well, you 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 have on your Twitter that you're a satire grifter. Yeah, that's right. Do you? What do you so think that it, means? What does that mean to you? Do you? Um, is that you? You're trying to trick the satire into giving you some money, which I guess is kind of what you've done, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, that's more or less what it means. That I, uh, it's I'm tricking people into giving me money by doing satire. Yeah. Well, it works. Yeah, thanks. But I'm sorry if it made you uncomfortable at any point. No, 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 no. Um, but like, okay, wait. I'm just going to write down sketch idea is uh, satire Yeah, changing works. anything. Satire works. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. I mean, I guess if... I guess if anybody could be taken down by any kind of joke... Then we, they probably wouldn't be people in power. Yeah, I'm trying to find the quote. I think there's a quote from Peter Cook. Yeah, about uh, that that group of um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that group of uh, German ones who yeah. made a huge impact. Who in did so Germany. much to prevent the rise of Adolf Hitler? Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. <coughs> mm. Yeah. All right, Andy. We've really run out of steam here. So, uh, Alistair, I think one, we've done two, okay. Three. We've got a decent number of sketch okay, well, ideas. We've got five sketch ideas in between. Uh, after all, Bone Man. Mm. Um, oh, so Bone I reckon Man. we can go to our second three words from a listener. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited uh, about doing this for a second time. I'm feeling like this could be my time because I've no, well, I've got a bit of a run up now. Yeah, I think you're going to be good this time, Andy. Yeah, okay. So the first um, word is leaves. Wait, wait. The, the, oh. th- the three words c- come from Jacob Irving. Jacob Irving. Hello, Jacob Irving. Hi, Jacob. Thank you so much. 
So the first word is leaves. L-E-A-V-E-S, leaves. Um, you've got two of the letters right, and one letter is really close. <laughs> wow. Is one yeah. of them a W instead of a V? No, it's a Y. Oh, yeah, that's a lot like a V. Yeah, so, okay, we got... Here's the, how the word is spelled. A-Y-E. I. Yeah, okay, great. A. A. Um, uh, all right. Uh, the second word is weaves. Weaves. W-E-A-V-E-S. Oh, you got, you, you got two of the letters right. Um, it's the second letter is B, B E E. Okay, A B C. The third third word is C S W E. Thank you. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> the third word <laughs> is S E A C. Great. A A B C. Okay, well, you know, what does it sound like? Um, sounds like you're saying yes to a pirate captain who is also a B. Um, I, B, C? Not I think, really. Not really. No, yeah, it's not like, because I guess it's like you're saying I to the to an ocean of Bs. You know what is kind of a nice idea, though, is having a, a pirate who has a B on his shoulder. Right. Mm. It's a little little bee there and somebody, on his And then somebody who doesn't realize mm. that that's his like parrot is swats it. Mm. And then there's a lot of trouble. And then they Yeah, all sorts of strife. They, they walk him off a plank into a big pot of honey. You know what And be- you can see in the in the honey there there's all these bones of former soldiers oh. that and then he then after the guy's dead, he just goes to the beehive. There's a beehive on the ship, mm. and then he goes and grabs another bee and puts it on his shoulder. Well, we do know that people can make a beard out of bees, right? Yeah. Oh. So bee beard as a pirate. What yeah. do you think of that? I mean, we, we've already been through a lot of different beards, and I think you know, yellow maybe beard. One of the things that probably caused the whole piracy, ancient piracy thing to collapse as it did was that they basically maxed out, you know, like when we had phone numbers and there were only like six digits in a phone number, you reached some maximum number of identifiers. Mm. Well, when you're trying to they identify the- pirates by their beard colour, yeah. um, you know, well, there's It was the only a- way that they could get yellow and black beard together. <laughs> so that's when they had to start combining and they had to find ways exactly. for it to make, you know, for to make sense. So bee beard the pirate. Um yeah, and I would actually find beard. that terrifying, you know? Man yeah. striding that's towards right. me. And he's always got a a queen bee in his mouth. Ah, is that how you do he's it? He's got it. I think so, yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, who was the first what was the first guy to put a queen bee in his mouth thinking? What did he think he was doing? Sucking off a horse? <laughs> well, makes sense. Well, but. yeah, I don't know, but uh, it, it, it was funny. It's definitely a funny thing to say. It was so random, oh, Alistair. Do you think if that? Do, no, no. Do you think if you if you ate accidentally ate the queen bee, they would still stay on you? Well, they don't know. Well, because obviously they come to you because they can smell her pheromones or something, right? Mm, sure. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. And so then if you've just eaten her, then... She's still inside you. Maybe. You you... Yeah, but, but I guess some of her pheromones will just stick around? You'd hope. Yeah. But you know, maybe she passes through your digestive system and then out yeah. your butt and then they swarm around your butt. Yeah, I wonder then. Yeah, if, if then they they go into the toilet, has and anybody just flushed them all away? Been, you know how they're always looking for a new outfit for the Met Gala. Have any you know? Yeah. And has anyone ever gone to the Met Gala covered in bees? Ooh, but yeah, was the Met Gala supposed to be camp? And I guess there's nothing more like sort of summer camp than <laughs> somebody covered in bees. <laughs> we did it. Uh, that's a flawless yeah. connection. 
Um, um, I'm I'm happy with Beebeard the no, pirate Alistair as a. No, but can we can we can we build up his life a little bit more? Um. Well, let's see. I mean, I imagine I imagine that you know a treasure chest um, full of gold. That's quite like I mean, how did he get to this point? Full of honey. I guess he would have been. You know, I mean, I guess historically, there's probably no examples of of um, any pirates that actually had a parrot. The idea that you would have a pirate ship that had flowers on it so that you could sustain bees so that you could have some honey. Mm, well, yeah. I mean, that checks out. I, you know, I think with that new um, Our Flag Means Death show being so popular, Taika Waititi's new show with Reese Darby, um, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of interest in this. That's a sort of a gay love story. And, you know, this has a lot of potential in that department as well, I think. Um. So yeah, I think it's I think it's ripe. Um, the moment is ripe for Beebeard. Um, it also would work well, I think, as an animated um series. You know, kids series. Oh yeah, Beebeard. Beebeard. Um. Uh yeah. I mean, it could what it, what it is. Okay, this is the story. It's a little kid, right? But then when he puts a uh, he's trying to make it as a pirate. Right, he's trying to make mm. it as a pirate. Uh, the real captain falls overboard, or something like that, and nobody believes that this little kid could be the captain until he um, gets a bee beard, um, and that's his way of um, passing as a a pirate captain. And he can sort of transform just, between these two personas. And he was just doing that because he was um, trying to, because um, he was terribly hungry. And they were out at sea; they just lost their captain, mm. and he tried to eat. Eat one of the bees. <laughs> so and they already did have bees on the ship. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he accidentally put the queen in his mouth, mm. and then all the other be- bees swarmed you know, to him. Basically, basically, you know, we were we're realizing that um, pirates have created uh, a new form of government that is entirely based on who has the biggest beard. <laughs> I mean, it does seem like that, doesn't it? It seems very much like the clo- as close as we get to like that silverback kind of gorilla mm. type scenario. Yeah. Well, Andy, I think I'm happy with that. I think I'm that that was good backstory. Well. Thanks, Al. No, but Andy, Andy, I want you to know I'm happier than you are uh, about yeah. that. <laughs> well, you being happy makes me extra happy, so that might well, tip you know me what? over. You being extra happy makes me extra happy. Oh, fuck. All right, well, then that's yeah, where so I stop sorry. being happy. I start to get quite angry. Yeah, yeah I'm really sorry about that, Andy. Yeah. Um, but I'm, but being you, sorry makes me happy as well. Do um, you want to take us through the sketch right. ideas today, Alistair? All right, we got All Bone Man. This is endoskeleton, exoskeleton. Mm. This is the whole thing. All the sensory organs, they're all skeleton. It's a new new type of man. Then we got woman. women have missed out on the <laughs> urinal cake evolution. That's just a... So what would we have it like maybe we should have a museum right a urinal museum so that women can for come women. and witness the progress it's for women yep they can go in there yeah now you obviously there's a risk right you let men in suddenly there's an emergency they're running around looking for a functional urinal yeah. um all sorts of things could happen you're asking for trouble but um you know we didn't get into I this business because yeah. it was going to be easy the thing is, Andy, is that I actually got into this to ask for trouble. Right. I thought that this museum could give me the pl- a big enough platform mm. to allow me to ask people for trouble. And, and you know, I think I would strike enough people that maybe somebody would give me the trouble that I seek. I think you're going to get it. I got some good news in that department. Oh, my God. That bring, makes making me even more happy. Good news um, and no, trouble? Wait. Then we got the urinary weights for peeing. <laughs> I think last episode you specifically said, God, we've had a lot of shit and toilet stuff recently. And I'm yeah. really glad that there's no chance of that changing anytime soon. Um, me too. Um, and now we've got Oh yeah, then we've got then we got the brown nosing for mm. Bluetooth. That's the yep. that's the original Bluetooth. Yeah. Um and then we've got uh, satire works. That's our another sketch idea. And then we've got <laughs> Bee Beard the pirate. 
Terrific. Terrific. Everything is good. Terrific. Terrific. Everything is good. Oh my God. We did, Andy. No, I fell off the wagon a long time ago, Alistair. Um, wagon. Yeah, yeah, the wagon. We were on a wagon. We were on a word wagon. Um, word wagon. Hey, look. But while we're while we're while we're stopped by the side of the road, um, I'd like to uh, once again promote my book, Gustav and Henry, written with Peter Thomas. There's a link to it below the show notes down there, and um, and you know, uh, click on it, buy a copy from um, you know from somewhere online or from your local bookstore, and uh, that'd be great. It's a very funny adventure series. Got, What's it called, Andy? It's called Gustav and Henry. I already said that, but you did cough okay. over it. So, uh, but it's Sorry, also um, uh, you know got a very nice uh, little review from James Clement and Claire Tonti on their Suggestible podcast. It's Holy very moly. kind of them. You should, you should listen to the Suggestible podcast if you are interested. Mm, that's right. Then you'll be able to hear about <laughs> someone recommending my book. Yeah. <laughs> But also, you know, it's not it can't hurt for us to promote their podcast. No, indeed. Imagine if it did, though. <gasps> God. Oh well. Do you have anything to plug, okay, Alistair? Oh, you're never going to promote anything ever again, are you? That's my goal: is to never promote anything ever again. So look out for that. Mm. Um, I'm going to be doing that. Um, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta go pick up my kid from school. So. It's been a real joy, Andy. I hope Thanks, that you, you, Andy. I hope that today you have a really good sleep tonight, and everybody else. I hope that you have a good waking time. Yes, and also with you. And we love love you. You goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.